Hey everybody, Joe Badger here. Normally we'd have some music here to transition into the next part of the conversation, but we keep getting banned for doing that. So here's a placeholder. We're not getting banned today because we're coming up with our own music now. If you want to hear the actual song, go check us out on YouTube, which actually allow copyright. Don't just me. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, hello, Craig. Welcome back to the talk show. Do you reckon he's Where... going to leave after five minutes again? Probably. What? He's that kind of guy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Don't Shush Me, <laughs> part Anything. two, with a segment known as Episode Fluff... 5. <laughs> Episode 5. With a segment called Vincent's Storytime. <laughs> Gather round the fire. <laughs> Gather round, kids. I can sit back, actually. I can sit back in my chair and hold my microphone up. <laughs> Go on, I'm ready for this. Well, let me do this you ready well. for the story? Mm. Oh, sorry. So, gonna... This story involves um, the NHS ambulance service. And we, me and my friend Mark had a very long debate as to a certain situation. So just as like a background information... Um, this was when I was, um, at home because I'd worked the next morning, but my friends, uh, went out for a Halloween night and got severely drunk. When was this? This was three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, but so, what day of the year was it? Halloween. Uh... <laughs> what other day would that fall on? First of November, I guess, because it's technically past midnight. Um, so yeah, they came home severely drunk, um, to the point where they are continuously vomiting and I got really, really worried. They were kind of like, they were kind of like moving between in and out consciousness. They didn't really know what they were doing. They're blacking out. And it wasn't only until like, I started looking at their vomit that I started noticing blood, um, in their vomit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't, definitely wasn't red wine or carrots no it was not um, it, w- it wasn't I could tell it was definitely blood um, especially from the colour um, red mm, and the vomit itself was kind of like more orangey um, than it was carrots yeah <laughs> um, no, it was like orangey yellow oh, it's it Halloween he'd well. been eating the pumpkin pie yeah <laughs> 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 feasting that case. on the pumpkin so um yeah so i got incredibly worried uh because i didn't really know what to do i mean i did the whole kind of procedure keeping them in the um you know in the recovery position making sure that they're not choking on the vomit were they they out like they they were very incoherent they just didn't know what they were doing just like even as they were you know even as they were lying down they were still vomiting it was it was pretty bad. I've never been to um, like that. So I called nine 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 because I was freaked out. I didn't know what to yeah. do. I've never had this kind of situation before. I've dealt with drunk people, but not to this degree. Mm. And so I was promptly informed what, on what to do. You know, keep them recovery position. Had to tell them what happened, um, how you know, like whether or not they're conscious or not, and you know, the whole shebang of like going through this entire of medical history of like what's happening. And um, and so they said the person on the other line for the 
emergency service mm. said that someone will be with uh, someone will be on their way to see my friend uh, to tend to my friend so i was like okay um i'll be here waiting um and i would also make sure that my friend's not choking or dying and during this entire time that i was looking after my friend it was i think it was like it's been five hours what before an ambulance actually finally came what jesus christ so (laughs) So what time was it when they finally arrived this was about five or six in the morning bearing in mind i needed to go to sleep early because i had work in the morning at about Mm. 11 um so they didn't arrive yet until like five or six in the morning Um, and even by that time um my friend, they kind of calmed down. They stopped vomiting after like four in the morning, and it, they they kind of returned to more of a sleeping state. They weren't that. I mean, I measured their pulse and their heart rate um, by just like feeling their pulse, and it was fine. It felt fine, um, so they were relatively okay. But I was severely pissed off with oh, yeah. how late the ambulance was, and I can understand that. And I made this clear to Mark who. Um, at the time he I was talking to, he he wasn't he, well. He's someone I just I was talking to today. We were having the debate about it. Oh, sorry, I get you. So, I I was severely pissed with how late they were, and I did explain that I understood that in these kind of circumstances, being drunk um, and intoxicated is probably quite low down the priorities of emergencies. Towards well, did the, you mention the, the blood? Service. Did you mention that they're like? I did mention the blood. Passing I did out, mention or... that they were inebriated and they were passing out, moving in and out of consciousness. But yeah, so this was like Halloween night. That's probably like worse things going on. Yeah, and, like, probably I a lot of shit them. goes on. Yeah. But I, you can also understand how pissed I was and how like kind yeah, of worried I was. was dying? And for them to show up so late and. I was like, when they knocked on the door, I was just tired. I was angry. I was so annoyed. And I said, like, I just thought it was pointless as to why they came so late. Like, there was, it was literally right after everything is finished and done and they show up. <laughs> and I told Mark that I thought it was pointless for them to have shown up. And that it was it was literally like why why did you come like that that was that was clearly well no they have anymore. to show up at some point because if it was something else and they left at five like you know oh my my husband's bleeding on the floor I think he's gonna pass out from the blood loss I'm like okay we'll like have an ambulance mm. there soon they don't leave mm. it for five hours and then go oh, we should probably just not bother you have to go check up to see mm. yeah that's what the what... outcome was. See, that's 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 the argument of um, between me and Mark was that he said that well, isn't it at least good that they turned up in the end just to check? And I was like, but there was no point. It was literally over and done with, and we well, had it was, entire... it was bad. I'm not saying they were good overall for showing yeah. up. I'm just saying it was good that they showed up at the least. What they did yeah. was still yeah. crap. Well, obviously they were still busy, <laughs> but it is crap. Yeah, but that really it isn't the problem with. The paramedics. The the problem is that we don't have enough paramedics and we don't have enough ambulances. Like my yeah, in my second year of uni, I shared a house with a paramedic student, and they're saying mm. how there's just no ambulances. Like we don't have enough. There's and like so many know, charities like for them. Ish per city, I think. Mm. And I and I do get that, and I I understand that you know the NHS system's like so underfunded. There's not enough staff, okay. but at the same time, I was 
like in that moment i was so pissed off like i could not contain how annoyed i was like i did tell them at the beginning like yeah i do understand like you were busy and stuff but still like turning up at this time mm. like i didn't I, I said that I didn't appreciate it because it was like it was so late. I was in a position where I was really scared. I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, for them to turn up so late, I I do kind of get that there is a there is a list of priority, and it isn't their choice whether to come to us last. It's like given to them by the dispatchers, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just like the way that Mark argued it was that I was i should have acted better in that kind of situation well like, how did I you act i was really i stood by the door when they knocked on the door i answered and i was very like you just imagine like me being very very pissed well, off what did you and say very standoffish like oh, so you're just giving them attitude yeah i was giving them severe attitude. No, you didn't have I, a go at them though. i didn't i didn't have a go at them they were like they're like well we just came to check on your friends if they're okay and i'm like yeah they're fine they're fine now like you know and then they're just then but they're just fuck like, you, yeah, ambulance. So it, it's like, yeah, and it was just such a weird interaction between me and the you know the people who were there with the ambulance. And he made the point, and I do understand that at least they showed up. But my point was that it's kind of like so. Say for example you were told that you know you're going to a classroom and you're being taught something by a teacher and the teacher's like yeah yeah i'll be there and then you wait there for five hours and the teacher just finally rocks up and walks in and says hi and then just walks back out and you don't learn anything you don't get anything from it mm. it's it's literally to me it's it's that kind of pointless i don't know i mean <laughs> wasted everyone's time yeah it's like not only are you wasting you kind of want him time, to you, you kind of want him to tell you like if it's if, by the way, it's going to be five hours. In which case, you can say, oh, "You know what? Don't bother. We'll yeah. risk it." It's like when you go to a hospital, issue, like, "Well, you, you're going to be waiting here for 24 hours." And it's like, "Well, fuck me. I guess I'd rather just go home and die, probably." Mm. But it's like it's not that I I don't appreciate because they have like I've also had other situations where I had to include the ambulance um, service, and they were very prompt in their you know in their yeah, action too. and stuff. And they also probably they don't know. I mean, I say they should tell yeah. you it's gonna be five hours, but they don't fucking know because it could they be that know. every time they're on the way over, There's suddenly a guy else. slits his wrists. Yeah, going, fuck me. Okay, guy slits his wrists. Exactly. We gotta go there first. And every time they're setting off, something else is happening because it's emergency services and there's emergencies exactly. happening all over the shop. Mm. But um, but yeah, Mark was adamant that I should have agreed that it wasn't pointless to have, like shown up and that it was actually better that they did show up to actually have come in the end yeah i agree with that well, that's better you than should too. Um, to, but... to a certain degree i do uh, you don't want certain, the ambulance yeah. you don't want the paramedics to just give up you want them you to show up eventually be, but it's obviously even if kinda, it is late it is kind of fucked up like, like you know people could have died in that circumstance mm. so i i'd be fucking angry um and you know especially if they arrive I'd be fucking venting it would be, all of it at them. They probably it's probably even in their fucking their rule book that they have to show up no matter mm. how late it is. Because if they'd just given up and someone had died and that came out in a trial, they'd be sued no, the NHS would be sued for fucking millions. Yeah. Mm. But it's just like, yeah. He doesn't agree to the point where I said it was basically pointless. I, uh, and to me it Craig, look, I don't you think Oh bloody oh, hell, Craig. There we go. Craig. You bitch. 
still Joe Badger here, still coming up with some original music just for you. Oh, we got new music for you. Yes. Oh, Eek, I swear to fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna keep doing this? That should be the last one. I'd love to see Joe like having a mash all the different think, audio clips I together. I think the commands have. It's gonna be fucking awful because you can't open Audacity with two projects. You have to just open Audacity. In, you can only open one window at a time. So I don't oh, know what damn. the fuck I'm gonna do. This should be fine now because he left and then he's joined back again, and that should that should be it. That should be the last time, mm. unless he gets disconnected again. Fuck me. <laughs> Craig, you son of a bitch. Craig. Right. What's the last thing we said about the ambulances? Ambulance. Uh, ambulances. Ambulance people. Ambulance men. What did we oh, say about ambulances? Yeah. You, you're talking about your sister. Yeah. About oh, how she had, a, she had a seizure and she can yeah. breathe for like an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, so it, obviously it, they're not being insidious. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah, they're not intentionally being malicious or anything. It's just that they are like so understaffed and underfunded mm. that it is really, really hard to get to everyone who's in need or who you know has made the call for the help. You know, I um, um, I'd I never say that it was pointless for them to show up, though. I think at the time that's just how I felt about it. But I think yeah, I but do now just... with hindsight and having been able to reflect on the event you can see why they would still show up can't you i can i can understand why they would but just for me it. personally i would you, it's I better for the pandemics to not be sat in the ambulance going oh we still have to go over that house you know what that's not bad <laughs> i'm probably fine I you know. don't want pandemics doing that I know. pandemics but the one thing that mark did point pandemics. out was that they should have at least gone in to check on her have and I like, been saying pandemics the whole time? I think you said pandemic. paramedics and you said pandemic twice. I feel like yeah. I've been saying pandemic the whole time. <laughs> oh, I hope so. If oh, that's happened, please go <laughs> over your own voice. Yeah, please. Paramedic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. I, uh, I feel the need to clarify oh, something, oh. however. I, I may have said that each city has like 10 ambulances. That was a very wrong number. Um, <laughs> How many are there? Well, like the West four. Midlands Ambulance Service, uh, as of 2019, had uh, over 450 emergency ambulances uh, with a similar number of non-emergency patient transport service vehicles. That's for West, sorry. West Midlands. Big area. That's the whole of West Midlands, mm, that's, though. The that's not the town. Like... Yeah, but there's not like 45 different cities in that thing. So my thing of 10 is just wrong. That was just the right Yeah, but you've got to bear in mind, like, West Midlands also covers a lot of, like, country areas. I wonder how that works. And like with areas. It's, it's covering like shared. Coventry, Lamington, and also biggest city in the UK besides fucking London, London. Birmingham. London. Yeah. Actually, is Birmingham actually bigger than Manchester? Someone told me it was. I don't know if it is, but someone said it was. Don't feel that big. If I look at it on the map, I think it looks smaller, but it's more densely populated. Mm. Manchester doesn't have a lot of skyscrapers. No, it doesn't. But if you... um. It it's, it's got a lot of width. It's, like, it's large horizontally, not vertically. Oh, no, look. Uh, London's the biggest. Manchester is... I mean, it, it says a number, which I can only imagine is population, which is not what I was looking for, but London has 11 million. Uh, Manchester, 2.7. 
Brilliant, excuse me. Uh, Birmingham Wolverhampton is apparently one listing. <laughs> uh, Two point six million. So it's, it's you know, um, I, I don't even maybe know. recently took over. Yeah. Fuck. Stop reading yeah. Manchester. Manchester is also including Greater Manchester as well. The same with London, including like and Lesser Manchester. And mediocre Manchester. <laughs> we all just agree that Manchester is just left. It's all right. Yeah. Above average Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> if you average it all out. Well, Manchester's all right. I, I've been there a few times. Pretty I've fun. been past it on a train. Not, not yeah. enough for a shout out though. So fuck you, Manchester, if you're listening. Wow. Wow. Shout out to Manchester. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have did you want to? Did you want to shout out your friend Vinny, who was dying of alcohol poisoning? Oh, Emma. Uh, so, oh, it's Emma. a woman. Oh, it's suddenly the scene is so much worse in my head now. <laughs> to be fair, she was get well soon, asthma. Emma. If you're listening, get well soon. Mm-hmm. She's asthmatic. Uh, I can so, find well. with. I don't know if that was any relevance to it at all, but I don't know. Well, it means that like every time she's vomiting and not breathing, okay. it's it's kind of more of a struggle. Yeah. It Reduced sucks like capacity. being an asthmatic when you're throwing up and like wait, as soon as you stop vomiting, you're like <gasps> like you've just like emerged from the ocean getting the breath before you get smashed beneath the waves again. It's like fucking oh, it's horrific. <laughs> wait, don't tell me you're asthmatic, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay, I don't mm. know that. Did not know that. Well, we've never fucked and you've never seen me so out of breath. Hey. That's true. Still waiting for that day. Yeah, we'll have to go slow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I save up all of my energy and all of my lung capacity specifically for sex. Wait, so can I just ask, like, if you are out. running out of breath in, in the middle of having sex with someone, would you have to, like, bring out your inhaler? No, I, I would never. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> 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 oh my god can you imagine if like they have to call an ambulance because you have an asthma attack it's never, it's, i've it's never had an asthma attack thing. during sex it's not that bad oh i have an asthma god. attack from things like mowing the lawn oh my god <laughs> actually talking about people being sent to a a from sex um apparently there was a story of a woman who was and her partner and her, 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 I think it was like yeah her boyfriend at the time, they were having such rough sex that he was able to ram her into the wall of their bedroom. <laughs> well, like, like through the wall. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it was like plaster wall, so it wasn't like brick, but still. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brick. <laughs> but still, like he rammed her so hard that her head literally went through the wall. <laughs> I can imagine that, man. What's that hole in your wall? Yeah, you know, that, you know, in my wall. I'd be bringing people around to show that. Oh my god! I ain't getting oh. my deposit back. <laughs> busy last night. Oh, that was yeah. I Apparently, by the way, asthma.org.uk states that uh, oh, yeah. sex can be an asthma trigger. Oh. Yeah, if you've got it really fucking bad. If you like, say, um, for anyone out there who who has asthma. And is looking forward to a sexy night. Here's a here's a tip to having the best time of your life. Firstly, don't panic. Treat it like any other asthma. I uh, see already. Like I'm off. I'm off. I, can't. I panic every time. Do you sit up straight? Do I sit up straight? No. You uh, take one puff of your reliever inhaler every thirty to sixty seconds. 
Oh my god. No. <laughs> I can already imagine so like having sex with Darth Vader. Are they advertising? <laughs> are they advising to do that during sex? Every 30 seconds just puffing your own hair though. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're on about. Oh, what oh, are we on about then? More info here. Uh, what should I do if I start having asthma symptoms during sex? There are steps you can take to relieve your asthma symptoms during sex. It doesn't have to completely kill the passion. First of all, first of all, not looking. Um, <laughs> do it, doggy. <laughs> yeah. Be honest and say you need to stop for a moment. Okay. Not on your first time, nor power through. If any asthmatics are listening, don't do it on your first time. They have to know that you can fuck, or there oh, won't be a second know. time. Do so it on the second time. Dying. That's fine. Yeah. Because if if, if you're gonna die from fucking, like at least that's of, of the ways to go. That's pretty great. <laughs> oh, here's a good. Here's a good. And avoid option. being choked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, switch positions. You might find it more comfortable to try positions where your chest isn't weighed down. For example, both of you could lay on your sides, either facing each other or with one partner behind. I fucking hate that position. Next. I really struggle to do it from behind. Yeah, I can't. It always slips out. I don't get it. It's a really awkward angle. Because you have to get like, you're not really behind them. You have to get like almost underneath them for the angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Because otherwise your dick has to bend round in an angle. It's a bit weird. Some people are good. That's how you break your dick. I mean, if you want to hear more about dick breaking, listen to part one of episode five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, as a gay person, I've never struggled with it. But then again, it's kind of like. Well, you're going into the asshole, not the vagina. Exactly. Vagina's kind of around the front. Exactly. So it's. I don't know. It's kind of easier doing it from from that angle. It's just. Yeah. It's not as hard as you think. We just need to fuck more guys, don't we, Ruby? Mm hmm. You do. I think you'd enjoy it. I've only fucked like five so far, so I could definitely do more practice. <laughs> it's okay, Robbie. I'll give you plenty of opportunities when we when we meet. When we do you think I'd be a bear, Vinny? Depends on how yeah. depends on how I'm hairy pretty, you are. Right. I'm pretty. <laughs> hairy. If only you were listening on YouTube, then you'd hear this great music, and not this shite. now it's 3am well craig welcome oh. to fuck back <laughs> if he disconnects again i think we'll have to sack him i, I think we could do with you know maybe a possum mm. you know as well because this has disrupted us so much that i don't remember what we were talking about so we can't even like can anyone Gay remember stuff. i want us to carry on that conversation so it's less fucked I and i can at least kind of edit it together something to do with porn stars about gay sex in particular. Um, oh, the ideal male body. Oh, yeah, and how oh, I missed that. Robbie was thinking the gay porn industry has a lot of construction workers, or they oversell how many construction that workers are gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think construction is um, not a popular industry for gay people. I mean, I think, I well, don't know if you Of course it is. This, they but... have like the uh, Diet Pepsi guy. The diet yeah. coke, I can't remember which the one. Diet the diet coke, diet coke guy was um, the lawn the lawn guy. He was lawn oh, yeah, man, yeah. lawn man. Yeah, I'm sure he's um, a bit of construction work in his time. There's also 
I mean, I don't know if I've I've said this already. I don't know if you recorded it though, Craig, because you're a little shit. Um, <laughs> but I did say like the gay porn industry really loves to perpetuate this kind of i this this image of an ideal man of how you should be masculine you know big really? muscular yeah oh yeah with a big dick way more free love than that no you'll be surprised like I've, i listen to a lot of podcasts with like gay co-hosts on it and they're always talking about like how gay clubs are the grimiest, weirdest place for very amateurish videos or like specific body types. If you're just generically searching, I don't know, um, just college porn or like um, jock porn or just any kind of scenario. Why is drop porn? Jock. Oh. J-O-C-K. I was hoping drop <laughs> porn was going to be like jock bears and it would feature koala bears. <laughs> no, even even if you search up bears, um, they would typically be manly, muscular, um, with a deep voice. Yes, I am. Typically speaking, the little um, gay porn I've watched is usually like quite unattractive, average body, hairy people. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't see oh my much. God, of I have any, a chance. Like, jocks. Yeah, I think you do, Robbie. I know. So like gay men love like my body type, and mine's just like an average dad bod with a bit less of a gut. But still, just kind of like, because I'm not too muscular. Muscular. I just it shows I have some muscles, but it's also covered with like a chunky layer of fat, mm, and it seems like that it's covered in hair. Speaking of about your body, me and Casey did have a good conversation about your traps. <laughs> is this the same thing? Wait, is this the same thing as that you were talking about last night in part one, or is this? Yeah, like when, when you did uh, your little strip tease for us, Ooh. you know, again with when... the strip tease. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, for those of you listening, Joe uh, on air did a little skimpy dance a wiggle, wiggle. Um, with a little wiggle, revealing less than like two seconds. <laughs> but two skimpy seconds dance. was uh, was more, more than, than enough. It was very tasteful as well. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, we had, you know, we had a very good view of uh, He's your cocked. upper torso. Oh, right. And um, hence inspired my little saucy dream. Wow. <laughs> that I could help. <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't know what the fuck you were on about for a while. And then, and then the dream brought it all back. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks for <laughs> being so good at active listening that we thought that you knew what we were talking about the whole time anyway. Just by going, mm, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, mm. oh yeah, ah, aha, mm -hmm. I agree. I see. Right. I see. Said mm. the blind man. And then you say something, and I'm like, "Well, you, you go on. You, you say anything to me, Chair. Wow, this is hard to work with. <laughs> oh wow. Everyone's How did saying. you get a full conversation out of my traps? I don't know. Very well we were just talking about it, just casually, saying how nicely it looked. Oh, um, that's very nice. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah. I mean, oddly enough, they remind me of um, of 
guys that I've seen on Tinder and also Grinder when they're like specifically posing, and you just I don't know, it's something about seeing nice traps that's very alluring. Okay, <laughs> thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> I knew you had it in you. Well, they say the they say the traps is the difference between swimsuit model and bodybuilder. Mm. If you want yeah. to go for a masculine body, you build the traps. It helps form that um, that triangle body shape. That it's a bulky shape. Yeah. yeah. I want to be a triangle man. Some people I want to be Illuminati. (laughs) The upside down Illuminati. Okay. Mm. No, right Um, side up. That's what I'm going for. (laughs) I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm going to look like a king fucking cobra at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. What was I going to say? Yeah, like, I've like spoken to so many gay people saying, um, like, there's this guy in there with huge straps. Oh, what about you? Yeah, about you, yeah. Got you traps. <laughs> no, but like, there's like trends that kind of follows in the gay community that I've personally found. Like, it kind of changes um, with the time. So, say for example, like five years ago, one of the most attractive features on a man, even women would say this, would be the V line around their waist. Oh, is that gone? Thank fuck. You know, I get that. No, Assuming the V line is like. That bit like it's, below the abs. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like on a muscular guy, I'll even agree, it looks pretty fucking good. For the rest of us, mm-hmm. it's just what we call love handles or a muffin top. <laughs> but if you get the, if you get the fat content low enough, then it's sexy. Well, isn't it like a merge button. between your pubis and your pelvis and your belly button? Yeah. Uh, well between your belly button, no. <laughs> my uh my pubis is yeah, it's not the most attractive feature of me. You keep saying yeah. pubis. What do you mean by pubis? I don't know. Wait, what that pubes is. grow. I thought you meant pelvis. But... Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense now. Why they're called pubes? Yeah, and then it's not even just that. And then they moved on from the V line to the dad bod. Joe, you're in. You're in. He. But this what? was like three years ago. Yeah, we're out of shape now. It, and no, then we're out from style. the dad bod, it moved on to the traps. Oh, God, Joe's smashing all of this. It's kind of like, in between trends. Exactly, exactly. Um, I hope the next one then, becomes real like... fat bastard. <laughs> I'll be in then. I'm very in right now. I'll mm. have you know, mm. madam. Very in, Joe. I was very. told by a gay guy. My, <laughs> look at my fucking trap to take your fucking shirt off in the middle of the street. <laughs> I can imagine Joe doing that. <laughs> what I've realized about gay guys from the lot I've spoken to them is they're very open about when they like you. And uh what, traps. No, guys. Oh, well it could be a guy if it's a trap. Like guys on Tinder or whatever. Or guys just messaging on Facebook. Or it's like to women, I've I've heard this before and I never fully realized how true it was until recently. That they don't picture you as a potential lover at all until you fucking prompt them. Mm, like this there's this hot secretary at my company called stella and normally i'd want to bleep out her name but i already said her name in a previous podcast so it's kind of fucked already so (laughs) there's stella (laughs) at my office who's really hot a bit older than me uh obviously nothing would ever fucking happen because you know she's secretary we work together blah 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 and also she's way out of my fucking league probably and my oldest she probably looks at Little little Joe Badger in the corner. She's like, ah, never going to happen. But we have a lot of office banter. Mm. But recently, because we're doing these Christmas hampers for that we're going to send out to everyone in the company, and it's just me, her, and two other guys in the office. I've been helping her packing up these hampers and stuff. So we've been talking. I started asking her, like, uh, 
if she was dating anyone, we started talking about dating. And just from mentioning it, suddenly, like, anytime she's gone out for coffee, she's asking me to join her. Oh, so she's basically always saying you want to go for a coffee, Joe? Or like, Joe, I can't get this thing in Excel to work. Joe, oh, get all like, Joe, oh, I'm going to get some coffee and I don't want to get a tray. So can you come help Ooh, me carry coffee? Traps. Well, See, I well, feel like I mean, she's she's pulling you along on a, on the fishing hook. Nah, because I'm not like expected. Because also, I will do anything to not do my actual job, and I think she knows that. So she needs help. <laughs> she can ask me, and I'll drop everything. She's like, "Are you busy?" I'm like, "I should be." And she's like, "Oh, do you need to go back to work?" And I'm like, "I'd really rather not, Stella." <laughs> <laughs> Please ask well, me to come get coffee with you again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like mm. But I she's probably I... she's probably probably never gonna like. Nothing's ever going to happen from this. And she might not even, it might just be coincidence as well. She might just, mm. I don't know. It, it might just be that after that conversation, she feels more like we're friends now. And that's why I always ask me. her out and ruin it all. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not. Cause it would be so awkward. Like if I was wrong about this and I asked her out and it was just a firm, a firm, no, 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 I don't see it that mm. way. Cause even if, even if she said, Oh, I, I do actually quite like you too, Joe, but we shouldn't cause we work together and also the age gap, blah, blah, blah. I quit. It becomes I'm awkward. 10 years older now. <laughs> I've been lying to you the whole time. Turned on yet? <laughs> Look at my traps. <laughs> I'm going to keep uh, going back to that. I wish I had great traps. It's not all bad. It's a little bit bad. They looked very similar. I wouldn't say they looked the same same. Maybe they're into it. They looked very similar. Maybe this is the most legal way they can go about their fetishes. Oh my god. There are stories you hear about um, people who like go out with their long lost twin and they didn't realise it. Yeah, who gives a shit? Because people always like they they usually stay together. And people are like, I can't believe they stayed together. It's like, oh why not? You didn't grow up with them. Fuck them. Right, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, the whole taboo with incest that was brought about was because of scientific research into the fact that if yeah, a man and a woman who, yeah, literally blood relative, yeah, you're right with the genes, if they were to give birth to a child, there would be webbed a high feet. chance of their genes being yeah. mutated. To it's form. not that webbed feet would be uncool. It's just that so we don't need I them because we don't swim cool. around much. Uh. Mm. Well, I mean, there's a certain level of uh, incest with anyone you go out with. Um, well, if if you're going with like a biblical theory of everyone came from like one couple, well, no, no, no. It's, then yeah, like everyone, I think like there's something like everyone in North America is like traceable back to a. Well, I suppose you're right. Years ago. Like, because yeah, even if like that, we had yeah. like humans say there's like a few thousand humans or ten thousands or hundreds of thousands of humans eventually at the start when humans or homo sapiens first began mm. even before homo sapiens because we evolved from whatever yeah by now as there's billions of us we must all be somewhat interlocked mm-hmm. we're related to bananas mate well that's why everyone you meet is so fucking dumb as well <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i mean thinking about it um I think the most common gene that you can probably trace into, into a lot of people Denim. is the Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. The Genghis Khan gene. It was like, oh, I need to look this up. Like X percentage of people around the world are like direct 
defendants like traceable. I don't know how true that is. No, I feel like that's is. more. I mean, obviously, lots of people are related to him or descended from him or whatever. But that's a lot of fucking to do, and also to Morning get them pregnant every men. time. You know, it was just a powerful come. <laughs> because of how many people he raped, essentially. Like he. Oh, do you know what? I didn't even consider that. I just thought he was like a smooth fucking guy. No. <laughs> I didn't even consider no, no, no. the fact no. that he's just raping they thousands like, of women. Like, yeah, pirates, he wouldn't, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They went Bro. around pillaged and raped. So I, I suddenly have less respect for the man. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I really admired him before. <laughs> oh, Jojo. That is so fucking. How gullible of me. <laughs> I've always quite looked up to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> there goes another one of my idols. <laughs> Falling into the sea. Yeah, apparently it's one in two. First they came for Louis C.K., and now it's Genghis Khan. Wait, one in how many? One in 200 men. Mm. That's like See, that 5% of people. That's kind of... Well, not people. That's like what it's kind of believable, like, I guess. People, one but, in 200. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so many people, if you think about it around the world. That'd be it fucking so cool being like, yeah, I'm a direct descendant of Genghis Khan. But can you I'm imagine? Like, it wouldn't be cool, though, because then the guy next to you would be like, yeah, so am so I. Am I. <laughs> it's like <laughs> if you live in England and you've always got... Everyone in England is basically... Well, most people in England are descended from fucking Vikings. And everyone knows we're all descended from Vikings. But there's always that one cunt who has to be like, I'm descended from Vikings. And we're like, yeah, I know. We all were. They're like, no, 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 I'm actually descended from Vikings. It's like, yeah, no, we still all were. Like, all what are you trying to prove? <laughs> and then they, they have their fucking weddings and a kilt and like a fucking helmet. I mean, there is a clear distinction between Vikings and Anglo-Saxons, I hope you know. What? So, what? Yeah, Anglo-Saxons were the ones who settled around England and then yeah. Vikings settled around uh, Scotland, I believe. I mean, don't quote me on this. This is like really, really long time ago history, like back in year three, year four. <laughs> My ancestors from uh, from the Vikings. Well, are Vikings and Anglo-Saxons both from the same country? They're just different time periods, or what? Um, Where are Anglo-Saxons from? Because I just know that they're from like Norway, or whatever. My ancestors. Hence so, my blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> my granddad's I mean, black. He's not from Norway then, probably. <laughs> Wiki uh, states that Anglo-Saxons were a cultural group who inhabited England from the 5th century. And they mainly uh, comprised 5th century? Of... Was that like a town? Or is that, is that a country? 5th era. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they from, 400, Vinny? 480 uh, onwards. Where are they from? Um, from Germanic tribes that uh, migrated to the island. Oh, the shit, that's true. Because we also have, okay, I'm from both then, because actually I'm traced to both Germany and Norway. So it mm. could be either one. And Vikings, yeah, Vikings are further north, like Norway, uh, Finland, that kind of place. Could be so both, really technically. Europeans, could so. be that I have both ancestors. Well, yeah, well. I mean, what are you going to do? England and, <laughs> just and Scotland traps. have always had a very kind of rocky relationship throughout history, really. Yeah, because we hate their accents and funny dresses. <laughs> <laughs> and they hate our pronunciation. And yet, Joe, you identify to be. They both. hate our understandable language. No, I do not identify as being Scottish. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, about where they you, came from. You identify to be. Part I'm sharing ancestors of with them. But no. 
Look, I don't give a shit where my ancestors are from. I want to make that very clear. My point originally was just fuck these guys who make a big deal about being descended from Vikings. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Showing up to his own wedding for Battle Axe. Oh Kill yourself. Dude, I'd love to do that for my wedding now. I, don't even I know, so would I, to be honest. But I don't, I don't know if the goal... The goal Do you I'm take a... this Viking? I suppose it'd be a bit of a... I have so much respect for his bitch of a girlfriend, who was a bitch. But, like, she put up with the fucking thing. You know? She's wearing her normal white wedding dress and he's wearing his fucking kilt and helmet. She's trying to Bloody get hell. everything out mm. of it that she's wanted in a wedding for her entire life. Well, that's how <sighs> fuck now. Wedding's two-way, guys. Oh, okay. And before the Anglo-Saxons who settled in England, do you know who it was who settled? Who was living in England at the time? The Druids. No, it's the Romans, no. wasn't it? It was the well. It was partly Romans and partly Celts, oh, so yeah. like the Celtic tribes fighting over it. I'm mm. garbo at history lads. Well, the Celtic me. tribes were there first, and then the Romans came to invade. Yeah, good for them. Mm. I mean, I'm hoping you've Very heard of. Boudicca. <laughs> Boudicca. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Bodicea. Bodicea. One of the most famous Celtic leaders. She was a woman. Mm. It was a she. Yeah. I think I even did a play on her rise to power, her rise and fall from power. Really? I didn't think we had that much documented. Yeah, she. Um, we know about her, but. Well, what's the story of her rise to power then? So she, so when the Romans came to England, she was very unhappy with what they're doing. So she led a rebellion um, by kind of like gathering nearby tribes and forming this massive army who just she kind of united the down. people. Yeah, she Everyone loves essentially, that story. yeah, she united the people the king beyond the, the wall, yeah, and decided to drive them out of England. Unfortunately, she lost against the final, well, her Being final a woman. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I wouldn't really necessarily say it was her fault. Um, <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she killed like hundreds and hundreds of Romans um, leading this kind of like rebellion. And um, nice. she was marching towards one of the Roman... Italians. Well, it says here, like, in revenge... Well, okay, hang on. Um, so when Boudicca first kind of, like, retaliated and protested against the Romans, she was beaten and... Well, she was beaten by the Roman leaders and her daughters were attacked, both violently and sexually. <laughs> How was she? But she wasn't. I don't think she was. I don't know about that Dude, specifically. And in retaliation, <laughs> she formed an army which destroyed three cities, which was Colchester, London, and St. Albans. I think I did the same thing. Well, and um, fucked up yeah. family. Good and for her the... as well, you know, because if there's one thing I hate more than women, it's Italians. <laughs> <laughs> what about an Italian woman? Ugh, I'm going to be started. They're pretty oh, hot. They're pretty hot. What do you guys think about attacks? Uh, yeah. About accents. Like... No, let's carry on with the story before we get into accents. Oh, I'll make no, a little sorry. note here. I'll make a little note. A little note, okay. <laughs> We've got um, right, yeah, Boudicca on her last battle, she was defeated at the Battle of Watling Street, um, which I don't actually know where it is. 
That sounds like a real posh area to Watling yeah, Street. Yeah, Watling Street. It's um, if they were like in a built-up area and they were just marching down the street. Mm. Oh it was the main reason as to why she she lost that battle was because of the fact that her army was not as organized as the Roman army, even though her Being manpower, filthy barbarians. Yeah, yeah. So her manpower matched his like. So for every one Roman, there'll be like ten Celtic warrior. Oh, this is um, a famous battle, yeah. Mm, and she, the re- yeah, the reason why they lost is because the Romans had a strategy, formation. yeah, formation of a strategy of having shields at the front, um, with strong men holding down, with men literally right behind with spears and swords to stab out to kill See, the people yeah. coming onwards, and because of Boudicca's mass, like her army being so massive. Everyone just kind of Slurred. rammed and like pushed yeah. each other forward, so they couldn't move backwards even they wanted to, and so they just mm. kept killing all of them. And very so, three hundred style, mm, very three hundred style, kind of Game of Thrones as well. So I knew this battle. I just didn't. I didn't realize it was Boudicca. Mm. I didn't know anything about this. It's in no. the. Did you ever read horrible history books as a kid? Yeah, that's. This is in the Roman kind of War. Yeah. This is kind of where I learned it from as well as, as mm. well as from school. It was also. Um, I think they showed us the episode from Horrible History about Boudicca as well, it's which is very, very interesting. Shows, isn't it? You just chuck mm. it on in the history class and you sort it. Best teaching job ever. <laughs> My but, job, uh, I've been watching them on Netflix. They're fantastic. Sorry, go on, Brennan. Mm. No, I was just going to say, like, after this kind of, like, humiliating defeat, Boudicca then died. I mean, it was, it was speculated. Well, humiliation. After, after, yeah, after this defeat, she was either, she either killed herself um, so that she would not be captured, or she died by illness. They haven't really discovered which one yet, but oh, shit. you know, it could be either or. But yeah, Damn. I love this man. History with Vinny. That was pretty that good. Was really entertaining. Vinny's really pulling his weight as a co-host, like <laughs> just coming in. Like even last night, when anytime we were talking about some shit, he was coming in with the facts, like instantly googling it. Nice job, Vinny. I'm gonna Thank lose you. my job. Well, yeah, we don't want we don't want to steal away Robbie's funder. So go on, Robbie. What were you saying about accents? Uh, <clears throat> this better be even fucking good. Well, <laughs> I was just making a point. Would you rather quiet down, say... Vinny? You know he's about to say something incredibly intelligent and witty right now. Go on, Vinny. Go on, Robbie. Even oh Fuck. my god, I fucked, oh, I fucked it. This is all getting cut out. Don't worry, Robbie. I fu- I fucked it so I no longer sound smart. Um, so intelligent accents over to you. I don't know, I could write that so intelligent. Um, so if there was a girl, right, you found mm-hmm. her attractive. Oh, yeah. I would you find about. this girl, let's say woman, actually, probably. Um, How little is the girl? Find... <laughs> of age. We'll make that happen. <laughs> of age. So 16. Okay. <laughs> okay, I feel, I feel Fox saying 16. 25. Don't say 16. Please don't say 16. Yeah, okay. 25. A bit older than me, but we'll make it work. And um, secretary at my company. This woman, would you feel that you would be more attracted to her if she had uh, any? I suppose any is probably bad, but is there a dream accent that you would have for this woman, as opposed to English? Even if they had a bit of broken English. Uh, uh, so we're not allowed to include English because I do. My, my perfect accent for a woman. Is the uh, you know the stereotyped English accent that oh, like, like the which is which is technically no accent, just speaking correctly. Yeah, I like that. I think that's very attractive. Sounds very intelligent and very polite. 
And I've known women who talk like that, and I, it's so cute and attractive. Oh, love it. So very, and, then, and that's above to everything. And then literally all the other English accents go way at the bottom of the list <laughs> because all the f- other foreign accents are usually. You want to go out with a brummy? I really hate the fucking accent. Wow. Like I was quite relieved. I don't know if I can talk about this because obviously, well, I did. Neither of them listened. You know when uh, Sophie <laughs> picked Sam over me. Mm. And then very shortly after, we were all in a voice call with her. And I was so fucking relieved having heard her accent. I was like, oh, thank God, because this was never going to work anyway. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> You're saying you never got out of me? Yours is a more subtle accent, Robbie, to be honest. Not that I'd go out of you anyway. Whoa. The reason I'm not going out of you is because of your accent. Thanks, man. It's the mostly the penis. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's too long. <laughs> Intimidating. All right, Jay, you in this one. <laughs> I thought you might see it my way. <laughs> then what about my accent then, Jay? I quite like that you have that you lack an accent. Really? Wow, okay. You because also I'm conscious that I have an accent. And of all the accents that you can have in England, mine's quite rough and a lot of the time people can't understand what I'm saying and it bothers me. And I try my best, especially when recording this, to enunciate correctly every time. But I still, <laughs> I really try. I put in an effort, even though it's clear that I'm still failing a lot of the time. It's it, And it pains me. And so I like when other people can speak correctly. I'd almost Do you... like to have like a little woman translator <laughs> with me. So when I'm like, ah, and like, what did he say? He means hello. I like that. <laughs> yeah, sign language person there. Because some women find works. my accent attractive because they think it's manly and barbaric, just because it's from fucking Lancashire, and it's really not. But hey, if they think so, great. I'm in. I'm yours. It works. Yeah. <laughs> Same with like a lot of. I've dated a few foreign people. Like my French, my French girlfriend, Aline. Shout out to Aline if you're listening. Probably not. She quite like the accent. Because also she'd just come from a lesbian relationship, so she was looking for something extremely Male. masculine. Yeah, oh. it's like yeah, to get away from the. Pussy. I don't know, just to just to mix it up a bit, I guess. Mm. I am um, see because for me, if if I ever because you know where I work, there's a shit ton of people who are not like natively English, and almost any girl there, regardless of how physically attracted I am to them, the accent really does something for me. Um, and I think it's going to be a problem because there are women I think are absolute bitches that I work with, but the accent kind of makes me go, if I had the opportunity, maybe. Eastern maybe. Europe is quite a sexual accent, isn't it? And it might just be because all the porn stars are from there. Oh, imagine my And also the, uh, also the fucking um, the dealers on Dragon Tiger. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh do you know Oh, Veronica. See, oh, I... Oh no, it's Victoria. Old, I've already forgotten. <laughs> it's Victoria. <laughs> Lovely gal. Oh my god. Like that girl who I had a crush on uh, at work for a hot moment. Uh, I don't have to say her name. <laughs> well, Stacey. Actually, it doesn't matter, actually, because like, as soon as I say that she's Romanian, she's the only Romanian girl at the company anyway, so fuck it. But I liked I her like slightly broken things because there's a cuteness to it. It's almost like an innocence. Yeah, I, mm. I get you. And also, they're, they're usually trying to work hard at their English accent, so they're they're enunciating even though it's still slightly broken English, and it's there's a cute like mix. I like that. I mean, I do have to agree with Joe with this. Like, there's certain types of broken English 
or like really kind of like really cute enunciations that they they have of like pronouncing certain syllables so um you know that makes a song attractive mm. and um there was this particular guy um during my first year at uni his name was bodan he's ukrainian foreign as fuck yeah yeah so he like pronounces his b's like a wuss sound and oh, he would always call that. me yeah yeah he calls me winston's <laughs> and, I just, oh, so cute. and I loved him for it. He was like, Winston, drink some vodka with me. <laughs> Dude, I'd be down to fuck. He was so adorable. And I was we have, like, the, we have this, like, the opposite thing in my company. We have a lot of people who, I don't know where they're from, but their names begin with W's, but you pronounce it like a V. Mm. So like, Wantahi is actually Vantui, and Walfredo, we, everyone has to call him Valfredo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like something to do with like very kind of Nordic pronunciations of like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think they're more Mediterranean. These specific people, really? Oh. Yeah, right? even German people pronounce East their Mediterranean. Almost like they're Turkish, maybe. I don't know. They're not mm. Turkish, absolutely not. But like that region, I can't <laughs> think what other countries are in Eastern Mediterranean. I mean, like um, not Gre- maybe Greek, actually, Syria. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> oh no, don't don't question me on the uh, on geography. I'm terrible <laughs> with geography. I think it also though it all depends on voice a lot as well. Because if there's like a foreign girl with a cute like high voice going like, okay, we kiss now. It's cute. But if she had like a deep voice going, we kiss now. It's like, oh, good lad. Wait, that corner. I can't do that fucking accent. <laughs> Oh god, I can't deal. Like personally, I've always preferred a deeper voice than a high, well, like a high registered voice. I guess that's because you're into guys, though, as well. Like, I mean, loud? Robbie, do you like a deep voice in a woman? Because some some guys find it really sexy. Wow, you know, I don't mind a deep voice. But I'm saying specifically for a foreigner, if it's going to be broken English, I want it to at least be cutesy, high pitched voice. Oh, god, I really. don't think it would bother me, to be honest. I don't, I don't have a preference on it. Well, maybe I just can't think of an example. It's not like make or end all kind of like thing, you know, with a decision. No, it's of like, course not. It, it definitely plays a small part, especially mm. in the bedroom. It's, it's, it's the like... immediate attraction, I think. Like mm. you, to suddenly notice him, if someone's like, "Excuse me," you suddenly like, "Hello." <laughs> if someone's like, "Excuse me," you're like, "Ah." <laughs> See, that one, the second one. Mm, I'm also sexy. putting a stanky accent on it as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I could yeah. say like um. Accent-wise, I do have to say, Russian accents, especially with the V, especially with my name, I find very, very cute and adorable. That is up, boys. <laughs> like that kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of strong preference, I'll probably say either Italian or French. Classic. Classic, mm, I think. Very classic. I think, like, um, so because I don't know, it feels almost too played out with, like, French and Italian for me. Really? I can't argue. I feel like yeah, don't get me wrong. There was a detractive French from that was digging. This, this is stereotype for a reason, though. Like, that. it is a hot accent. Mm. Maybe it's just like affecting me because, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a fucking weird or ex weird that I dream of going out with like a Japanese girl. <laughs> I don't care. Broken English. <laughs> I don't care if you don't speak a word. Is uh, that Japanese specific or just Far Eastern? I suppose, really don't get any ideas. I think Far East, you know. Um, don't remember, I mean, okay, Kieran, right? 
the other day. He um Is he a Far Eastern chick? <laughs> well, he went on my Tinder. He was, oh Robbie, you should go on Tinder again. And uh he went on I my love how he makes Tinder. all of your life decisions, by and the way. Like whether you're in a tournament or playing close. league or smoking weed oh, or going on Tinder. <laughs> Excuse me, these are mutual agreements. Hmm. Um powered by him, yeah. <laughs> I, I I got Tinder Plus mainly just because it ran out. Uh, or whatever it's called, Tinder Gold. And he was like, I, I promise, because he's he's been to like Manila and stuff in, in Philippines. And he was like, in like in Asian countries, they find white people really attractive. It is um, true. Yeah. Well, he put my position, because on Tinder, you can have your uh, location set to wherever, right? And it'll start matching with people from there. So he <laughs> put my uh, position as in Manila. And I ain't gonna lie, dude. I got fucking loads of people swiping right at me, and they don't look <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I've heard that, um, like, I, I watched a little clip on YouTube where some guy went around, some Japanese guy went around Japan interviewing random women, asking if they would date Western men. Or, like, well, asking them all kinds of questions about Western men. Like, do you find them attractive? Would you bring one home to your family? Would you settle down with one? And a lot of them say, I think yes, I saw they're it. attractive. Yeah, I think it was a pretty popular video. All the um, women he interviewed were. Ugly as fuck, unfortunately. Bless him. So I imagine these were like the nerdy women of Japan. But nevertheless, they're saying, yeah, white men are attractive. But they were also using people like Brad Pitt as an example. So, you know, like, mm, who knows? Their expectations. But also they're, they're, they're worried about the culture difference and the language difference. There definitely is a massive difference. Because mm. a, a lot of the questions I think were, you know, would you learn english to like settle over there and a lot of them are like kind of eh, i don't know maybe sort of yeah depends on the guy uh, and uh, usually they prefer that you learn their fucking language i'd fucking love to learn japanese again probably just because i'm a weeb i'd put in the effort like uh like when i fancied vinnie's sister julie and mm. uh <laughs> and he told me how important it is to their family to speak cantonese i was downloading every app i could find because it's not fucking many they're all shit. No one, it turns out because it's a dying fucking language, no yeah. one's putting out new courses to learn Cantonese. Then he can teach you it. So I was trying, well, that was going to be my go to if his sister fucking likes me, but she doesn't. So we're not going there. Uh. But anyway, I was, I was fully prepared to start learning Cantonese in advance, like just in case we ever settled, yeah. we ever got married. But it didn't work out. So fuck it, you know. <laughs> I suppose it's a little bit of a relief. Been in. Yes. Give us, give us a crash course in, uh, I must said Vietnamese, I was like really racist, um, in that language that we've been talking about. Do you mean Cantonese? English? <laughs> <laughs> French. Um, Cantonese crash course. Um, I, say hello. I can give you crash course, uh, Robbie. All you need to know um, is that pronunciation and pitch is everything. Because the same word can be said in five different fucking is ways. Is this one of these languages? And they all mean completely different things. Mm. Like, let's take the word gay, for example. Don't know what that means in Vietnamese. But if you say gay, or you say gay, or you say gay, it's all, depending on how you shift the tone, they're completely different I think a lot of Eastern words. languages have, have that sort of feature to them. I mean, actually, speaking about the word gay, there's actual Chinese word or Cantonese word that has a very similar pronunciation. So gay gay means to send something. 
Um, like, oh, that's you know, the word. Gaysonfong means like to send a letter. Or you can also have gay, tegay, um, which means a car engine or like I'm an engine. Kind of. What does gaming by itself like relating to? Is it like used in those words because it means something? Like I know in Vietnamese, like a bunch of items have the word cake to describe like a circle. So like a, a tire is <laughs> car cake or something like car cake. Is is it like uh, that? I love or, that. What language is that? Where they say car cake? Wow. Well, car speak cake. Vietnamese to be fair. Vietnamese. No, I don't. Despite being Vietnamese. Vietnamese to. But yeah, Robbie, for Cantonese, it's like. Do you know how in English we have t? We have two. So like t o t double o and t w o. They're all different words, yeah, but they pronounce yeah. the same. Two, two Think two. of it like that. But there's five words instead of three, and it's every single fucking word. <laughs> every word can be five different fucking ways. Oh, I like saying. I would have been looking at a hard life learning Cantonese. How do I say hello? My name is Robbie. Really? And don't you dare give me some. Alright, now let me get it up. Oh, it's a dying language. I can't get it on fucking Google Translate. Uh, I mean, it would be, I mean, the way, okay, to be fair, though, my Cantonese compared to, and I've been told this from other kind of like native Cantonese speakers from Hong Kong, they've said that my Cantonese is very kind of rural, almost quite broken in their kind of points of view. Uh, um, because then again, my parents did learn Cantonese from the countryside, essentially. Um, uh, but the way that I would usually say it is like, Lei Ho, or Gil Zhou, Robbie. Because there's there's no translation for a name, Robbie. Sorry. Robbie, <laughs> So this is all. I don't know how interesting this conversation is going to be for the listeners. So I have to occasionally throw in racism. Oh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> keep the ball rolling. <laughs> so racist. It might be that the comments, if there were, fuck, I'm sorry. If there that. were any comments, but if there were, you know. Might be that they're all saying, Joe, shut the fuck up so we can learn Cantonese. Mm. But I doubt it. <laughs> oh. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Very soon, I know Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye, goodbye. And tomorrow just by today The moon the bear and the big blue house will be waiting for you to come and play. Come and play. Come and play. Bye now. Can I do that? Maybe less of that. Just a little bit. That sounded alright though. It wasn't too much.